But what I realized was that the process of raising was so tedious. Yeah. Like, Text us, right? Um, you are one of the only companies that I know who are building uh, more recently in this new wave of new founders who, you know, if we look statistically speaking, uh, 2022, $1 billion was invested into fintech. Uh, sorry, $1 billion alone was invested into fintech just in Africa alone. And uh, from that, you know, a mere like 500 fintechs, you know, raise, raise money, right? In, in, in that sphere, in that phase of 2022. Um, you guys... Uh, very unique in the sense that you raised from Techstars only uh, $120,000 and haven't gone on to raise further funding from VC or institutional investors or so on. How did you like go through that? Because today I, I think so many founders believe that if I don't raise a significant amount of money, my business is not going to succeed. But then today you are processing billions of dollars. You have 70 employees on payroll that you have to make sure you're getting salaries in for every single month. You know, be I believe you are profitable. Is that correct? Yes, we're profitable. Yeah, you are profitable as well. And so, how do you get to that? You know, from just one twenty k to building this, you know, great business that what Finkra is today. Okay. Um, um. So to be honest, like the um the ideology I'm building with, right? You know, didn't just start from Flickpay or Finkra. So it was. It was something that we, we sort of formed even right from the days of Quidax, right? So similar Quidax, you know, Techstars, um, you know, didn't also really raise any other money and, you know, grew to a team of over 100 people. Um, so what the ethos was and always is that, you know, we're building a business and from the first day or from day zero, the plan has always been to be profitable, right? Not just to generate revenues. And in order to do that, in order for you to be profitable, you need to be making more than what you're spending, yeah. right? And you need to be sure that what you're building, you know, people talk about product market fits, but we also look at revenue market fits, mm. right? So um, if a product is not making revenue or is not going to make revenue, there's no point building it, mm. right? Um, if you have product market fits, then customers should be willing to pay for your product and, um you know, getting to that point, before you get to that point, you need to be able to like manage your costs. So what we what would always do is um so just giving you know an example of um Quidax again, like I said, when we started, all of the founders, none of us were getting paid, right? You know, none of us were getting paid. Um we're <clears throat> we're about five of us. Yeah. So that was five people working on building out the product, just the five of us for the first few months, mm -hmm. not getting paid. So yeah. we're not really thinking about raising. Mm -hmm. You know, our first hire was an intern. Mm. Um, you know, at that point, we already started making very little. Mm. So it was a case of before we make maybe any additional investments, whether it's into hiring or getting an office or doing yeah. whatever it is, like we have to grow revenues to that point yeah. to be able to afford it. Yeah. Right, and I feel like that um, intentionality on being profitable doesn't mean that you eventually become profitable. Like a lot of business might not yeah. become pro profitable and fail, but it makes a difference if you go in knowing that you're trying to be profitable from day one, as yeah. opposed to going in feeling like the only way you can break even is by raising VC, 
you know, spending so, insane on growth. But I'm sure those influence, right? So you you are you went through TechStars and you're seeing all these different companies yeah. raise money. And you're in the Nigerian tech ecosystem, which is one of the largest across the African continent, where a lot of your peers, a lot of your customers today are also raising money. Was it never a thought, was like, hmm, why don't we just make this easier for us and just raise like 500K or something like that in order to like build out our office faster, hire more people faster, scale faster? How did you balance that decision making point? Okay. Um, yeah, there was, there was definitely influence. Um, so just after Techstars, um, I think we're done with our Texas class in 2020 April. Um, yeah, 2020 April. I mean, that was that was when COVID started, lockdown. Um, so we were actually going to raise, we're going to raise about 600K. Um, and then we started the process, you know, fundraising, yeah. speaking to investors. Yeah. You know, at some point, I getting some commitments. Mm -hmm. But what I realized was that the process of raising was so tedious. Yeah. Like, and because we're a very small team, yeah. at the time, I think we're about five. Yeah. Um, we're just about five. Yeah. Um, we're a very small team, and I was, you know, very integral to product. So yeah. a bunch of um, portfolios within the company. So a lot of things were suffering yeah. because of the race. And, you know, this was the COVID year yeah. when lockdown started. So investors were not really writing checks, trying to see yeah. how the market was going to be. So it was like two months into the process. It was so, super tedious. And we were able to hit revenue market fit. So we made some nice revenue at the end of the second month. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, right. We with this money that we raised, with, with this money that we just made, you know, this could, you know, cover us one year or 18 months burn. That's in addition to the 120K because we're spending so little. We're mm. so frugal with how we're spending money, right? I mean, it's ridiculous how much we're spending every month. Yeah. I can't even say it. was so little. Yeah. So with that, with the amount of money we made as revenue, I think it was at the pace we're at. It was like, this was like two-year runway. So I'm like, if I'm trying to raise here to scale my team and do that, like, do we really need that at the point? So I'm like, you know what, let me instead focus on trying to grow this revenue yeah. that I've started to see, um, as opposed to trying to raise the money. And so I just switched my focus, you know, told all the um, VCs, even the ones that committed, like, oh, I'm not fundraising anymore. And, you know, we, we just grew revenue month on month. Yeah. And I think we're profitable, um, we're profitable as at our eighth month into wow. the business wow. so just you know grow from there i mean so profitable doesn't mean we're making like millions yeah. of dollars right yeah. so maybe it could have been away, 5K, <laughs> just to ensure that yeah. we're making more than what we're spending right and we just you know kept on trying to grow profits yeah and not just growing profits one of the things that we look at in fact one of the most important numbers to us yeah is our capital position right mm. so it's one thing to grow profits then it's another thing of, mm -hmm. okay, of all the profits you're growing, yeah. how much cash do you have that belongs to the company? Yeah. So every day, that's like something I look at today, yeah. you know, growing the capital position, growing the capital base, you know, um, that's the bottom line for every business, whether you're a startup or a bank or yeah. traditional business. So, What does exit look like for you? Do you, like, is it IPO? Is it acquisition? Is it you want to be at Finco for the rest of your life? Like, yeah, what does that mean for you? Um, to be honest, I'm, I'm not so sure. Uh, my goal 
You gotta take your wife on honeymoon at some point, right? So she's she's waiting, like, hey man, like, look, you know, I've done this no salary thing for a long time now. So uh, what's when? Yeah. Okay. So so little little secrets. So I'm I'm getting married again in I think in two years. So when when we hit five years, we're gonna do another wedding. Is that the one I'm going to get invited to? Because I wasn't invited to the last one. <laughs> no, so the last one was crazy. I, I only had 12 people at my wedding. Okay. There was no party, just cause. But this one is going to be a big wedding. Um, but, and yes, definitely will be on the moon. But my wife and I actually spend a lot of time together. We travel a lot together. Um, we travel a lot together. But exits, I don't really think so much about exit. I think about profits. You know, I think about making more money. I think about paying my employees better I think about getting bigger bonuses so like you know exits for you know founders is about liquidity right liquidity from the exit or maybe doing something different so for us at Finkra you know we have a vision that we're building towards you know um, just like you said you know payments is one percent built in Africa so there's a lot of ground to cover right and you know as long as we're getting the cash getting you know paid well you know, being able to live very good life, um, and, you know, exits is not something that's, you know, is at the top of my mind. You talk about team and team being very important, right? In this world of significant VC funding that happened in 2021, 2022, uh, was like kind of an adjustment period. 2023 is a full correction period that's, that's kicking off yeah. now and we're going to see a lot of adjustments happening. How do you see yourself retaining employees when maybe a lot of them consistently are getting offers from competitors here left right and center and those competitors have vc backed money that maybe you don't have to date right and how do you see yourself building that culture of like hey look i know they can pay you significantly more but like here's why this is really important for us uh to, to have you on the team how do you you know balance those two things out okay um so uh, medium to long-term um strategy um, in terms of um, retention, um, you know, it's, it's really tied to our revenue, right? So one of my biggest motivations um, in wanting to, like, make a lot more money and make more profits is so we can pay our people better, right? So I've always told my team, you know, I, I see a future, which can be now, depending on how we perform. I see a future where we'll be able to pay competitively with you know, um, against any VC-backed company or even a U.S. company or a U.K. company, right? So I, I see points where we're able to, you know, afford to pay at that level, right? And um, even at the level we're at now, I think um, our pay is quite competitive compared to the Nigerian markets. So even um, compared to a lot of the VC-funded companies, um, we all, always try to um, pay bonuses to our employees, um, every year, sometimes twice a year. Um, um, I think most, if not all, of our employees also have some um, stock options within the company. Uh, we've come up with so many policies like, you know, um, work station financing, um, vehicle financing, um, interest-free loans. Um, so there are different perks that we try to um, come up with, like we're 100% a remote company. So that also helps with retention where everyone can work from home or from wherever. Even relocation policy, right? So at, at the point where it seemed like everyone was trying to like move, so we take we took like a proactive approach of creating a re- relocation policy where 
you know, staff that wants to maybe move out of Nigeria, or, you know, move to another country. Japa. Yeah, to Japa. We actually help them yeah. in the process. You help them Japa. Yeah, we help them Japa. <laughs> it's the Japa policy at Finkra. Yeah, we, we do have one. And, you know, a, a bunch of people are, you know, in the process yeah. of, you know, um, taking on that policy. Actually, a few people have, you know, mm. um, leveraged that policy. So we even give, you know, loans for them to set up mm. wherever it is they're going. But, of course, we expect them to yeah. repay the loan and to repay the faith. Yeah. by you know staying with us but that again puts us under pressure because definitely the, if someone maybe moves to maybe the uk or the us we have to start thinking about the competitiveness of the salary based on the cost of living so that's why we have to make more money that's one of the major reasons yeah. we have to make more money